Blog Talk Radio. Jupiter 
is in Cancer and Saturn is in Scorpio, so there's more Scorpio in the chart, can be a little heavy on the intimacy front, right? Can be a little almost oppressive. Um, the, the areas of trust that we're trying to muddle through, do we trust someone, can we trust someone, all of these things are being called into question. And Jupiter in Cancer is bringing out a maternal and doting, nurturing, protective nature. So we have a big relationship chart right now, a big getting along with each other, how do we get along with each other, and how do we make the emotional impact that we're having on each other work out good for the both of us. Um, Uranus and Pluto are in that square. Uranus is retrograde and Pluto is direct. We know that in the later part of October they're going to be exact again. Some of the things that are going on in our government again are about the Uranian-Pluto square, as well as other things that we're going to see show up on on, uh, foreign fronts during this month. Neptune, retrograde in Pisces, chilling out there. It's actually uh, right now in a beautiful trine with Mercury. So if you're feeling intuitive, in fact, if you're feeling a little bit psychic, if you're getting a little bit of... Uh, psychic information, a psychic intuition, if you're feeling like you're picking up on things before they're actually happening, then uh, the reason for that is potentially because the Neptune uh, uh, Mercury trine is a very positive uh, relationship between a sort of deep planet of, of connection, unconscious connection, and Mercury, which rules our mind. So our ability to take in and make things more conscious through the unconscious is heightened by the Mercury-Neptune trine. I'm Dr. Craig Martin. It's a call-in show, so anybody who might like a reading, please feel free to give me a call at 213-943-3395. I'll be happy to look at your chart. It's often really um, a very positive experience where I often find people who call into the show um, for a reading bring with them some of the information of tonight's topic. So if there's anybody who would like a reading, I bet you it's going to have a strong Venus-Mars relationship component. Right, well, let's talk about Venus and Mars. And the first thing I wanted to do is just talk about them as a square, because that's where they are right now. When Venus and Mars are square, they're not necessarily at odds with one another. Uh, certainly, it's a more difficult angle than, say, when there's a positive relationship, like if they're conjunct or But the square doesn't necessarily mean something bad. In fact, between Venus and Mars, it can make a little heat. And, um, you know, when we're looking for love, especially a romantic kind of love, we often, you know, like a little heat. Um, So um, the the Venus-Mars square is not necessarily a bad thing. What it ends up kind of being, I think, more difficult for is if we're um, looking for a sexual relationship and then it's not fulfilled because of the square. So if we're looking for a sexual relationship or a sexual encounter uh, when Venus and Mars are square like they are tonight and we, and we find that we don't get one because of the square, um, then it can be a more frustrating experience. So let me break it down a little bit for you. Venus is about love and harmony and the way in which we interact with each other from a loving place. And Mars is about action and initiative and drive, which also covers a great deal of our 
of our sex drive because you know we're, we we have a drive an internal drive for several different things on the passionate level we have drives to create and we have drives to survive and we have you know drives to succeed and we have drives to experience and entertain and we have uh, very fundamental physical drives like the drive to you know satisfy our hunger our thirst and also our sexual appetite Mars is really a part of all of that as far as action and initiative. When Mars and Venus are interacting in a positive way, what happens is that love, the Venus aspect, and beauty and harmony and peace gets integrated with drive. And we end up with a a drive to have connection, whether it's sexual or not, simply creative, because Venus also rules beauty. So a positive connection between Mars and Venus can also mean that we find it easier to create something, art, to write or paint or do music. A negative connection, though, doesn't necessarily mean that it's something bad, because Venus is considered not malefic, meaning that it's not bad, it's not malo. And um, so when Venus interacts with any one of the planets by square... Um, it doesn't necessarily have to have a negative outcome. It can, and certainly there's a difference between the square and the more positive aspects. But when we first see like what we have tonight, Venus square Mars, we have to include the positive interpretation just because it's Venus. So we have to be able to include, first and foremost, that it's a positive time for creativity and it's a positive time for um, initiative um, to interact with uh, love, for motivation and action to interact with love and harmony and peace. And that's that's good. That, that's a good thing, that that's within the square because of Venus's nature. Because Venus's nature is so positive and loving, even when, we're this, when there's a square, we don't necessarily see the harder aspect. The problem comes because the, the, with the square aspect because Venus and Mars <clears throat> um, can also have that energy between them blocked in a square. There can be, say, um, the Venus energy gets turned off by the Mars energy because the square is more aggressive or the square is simply more interested in its own, in its own physical, you know, the square Mars it brings a more it does bring a more of a malefic energy to the equation and say that it becomes more selfish more egotistical because of the square then venus is going to become more alienated you know and put her hand up and be like i don't think so not now i'm losing interest in you because i'm not feeling the love you know so when that happens then there's frustration on the part of the mars energy and that's when there can be conflict in a venus mars square So um, it doesn't always happen. Venus-Mars squares are also really nice times for people to connect. And like I was saying before, um, it can be an action of love. It doesn't have to be always sexual, though Mars brings a lot of that to the table. And Venus-Mars energy is certainly connected on a sexual level. So we also don't want to glaze over the fact that that's a part of this. But it's not the only interpretation. And, And Venus's rulership of aesthetics and beauty is also really important in a Mars-Venus ability to create art because that drive is there to create and Venus 
brings about beauty, things of beauty. So whether it's a positive aspect or a negative aspect, Mars-Venus contact can bring about something beautiful in our lives. That's part of what we're having tonight, and I think that's what inspired tonight's talk. Individually, they have their own relationship in our chart. And individually, Venus and Mars have their own um, contribution to our personality. Uh, Venus brings about principally the way we love, um, but also the way in which we see the world in through when our eyes are feeling beautiful. And if we look around our home or we look at the partner that we choose, uh, we look at, um, you know, the way in which we like to keep ourselves, our fashion choices, um, the way in which we have relationships with people, the friends we keep. Many of those things are a reflection of what it is that we think is beautiful or what we value. And Venus in our lives is expressed in what we keep around ourselves as beautiful, what we keep around ourselves as beauty, and the way in which we um, manifest, externalize that part of our personality in our lives. Venus is not about the um, the sexual aspect of our um, of our day to day personality. Mars isn't really either because it covers drive in general. Certainly, we have a lot more you know a lot more drives in us than just our sex drive, but that's included in there as well. Venus has a desire to love and connect. And since we can love and connect each other on a sexual level, then that's included in Venus, but not really as one of the principal personality things that Venus is a part of. Venus is a lot more about our sense of fairness with each other, loving each other, the way we approach each other. Unless you have Venus in Scorpio, and if you have Venus in Scorpio like it is tonight, then it can be a lot more that sex is love because Scorpio rules sex. And so Venus and Scorpio together is sort of love is sex. It's why Venus and Scorpio is the detriment, meaning that when Venus is in Scorpio, as she has been for the last couple of weeks, that's not the very best placement of Venus because Scorpio is too... Um, sexually possessive and not motivated um, in the in necessarily in the same directions as Venus is. So they don't the two things the sign and the planet don't jive real well together, and so that's called a detriment. Usually, the opposite sign is the one where uh, the planet functions better. So Venus is the it does really well when it's in Taurus, which it's not in Taurus tonight. So um, if you have Venus in Scorpio, then, of course, the way in which you love is going to be connected more to sex. But by and large, Venus is not preoccupied with that. Mars is. And Venus wants sex for connection and love and beauty. Mars wants uh, sex for drive and um, and um, I guess maybe even sometimes a little bit of aggression or release of aggression, but not necessarily like in some kind of, you know, unhealthy way, just that, um, you know, when people say, like, well, I wanted someone to initiate, people say that, you know, he doesn't initiate ever, or she doesn't initiate sexual activity. That's what I mean by the aggressive aspect of Mars, is that Mars has a desire to initiate and be the more, in more in pursuit of, say, a sexual conquest, 
and um, and that energy is important, obviously, between people who are wanting to have sexual relationships. Someone's got to want to make the initiative. Someone's got to want to see it as, you know, the way in which we're going to connect and love each other and be able to bring that Mars energy to Venus. Now, Mars in our chart alone, Mars in our chart all by itself, is about drive and the way in which we accomplish things. So it's a lot more than just about relationships because this aspect of of our personality takes into account the way in which we get things done. So like I said before, our drive is going to be connected to our work, our success principles, um, our ability to um, keep a home, uh, you know, because we have a drive to take care of ourselves and protect ourselves. We have basic drives, like I said, hunger and thirst. So Mars is the energy that kicks in when, you know, you've been going for a long hike and you forgot your water bottle and you know that it's in the car. <laughs> and, you know, and you're huffing and puffing and sweating and it's Mars. It's like, I'm getting that water bottle, getting that water bottle, you know, where there's almost like a a drive to accomplish something um, because there's a physical or creative or passionate need. Mars in the um, in the chart is actually the ruler of Aries, uh, planets rule, and Mars rules Aries. And there's a reason it's because Aries is visionary, and Aries knows what it wants, and Aries has some strong personality, and Aries is aggressive about going about getting what it is that it wants, and Mars is the same way. Uh, Mars is the um, the planetary energy that's like Aries in the way that it creates a vision of what it wants and then it goes after it. And it's sort of, um, you know, aggressive in accomplishing that. Aggressive, again, meaning willful, that there's a will, you know, uh, doesn't like taking no for an answer. Obviously, it will. If uh, we're a well-integrated ego, then Mars knows when it needs to back down our motivation and initiative right is uh is halted by many different things that are that are about um social norms of behavior right we're not going to walk we forgot our water bottle we're not going to walk into a parking lot you know and like break somebody else's window because we see a water bottle in their car but if the drive was strong enough we might i think if we thought we were dying of thirst right so under normal circumstances, our Mars, which does have a strong representation and connection to our ego, is going to be moderated by other parts of our chart, like Venus, that are more concerned with fairness and beauty and correct behavior, because Venus is connected to Taurus, and Taurus is about values and aesthetics, ethics. So Venus is connected to ethical behavior, um, the way in which, you know, we what we value and the way we behave, like loyalty and friendship and good behavior and honesty. That's all a part of Taurus and Venus. And then Venus is also connected to Libra, harmony and peace and compromise. Those things are not Mars things. Mars is not about compromise. So the connection for us in our own personal charts is that Venus brings us to the table with an attitude of compromise, but Mars brings us to the table with an attitude of what it is that we would most like to get out of the situation. And I think for most people, we know that that there needs to be a balance between the two. There needs to be some kind of an integration between what it is that we are go out, what it is that we go after in life, and 
uh, you know, how we need to take care of each other in the process of our of us meeting our own selfish needs. Really, selfish meaning that they're only really concern us. And um, this is the way that that you know that dance happens when Mars and Venus are 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 transiting our charts, and when they're transiting the global chart for the global energy minute. And the global energy of the day is really the um, is what what we do a reading for today and tomorrow. Uh, it's the global energy minute. So. Um, that energy, Venus and Mars, if it's gonna if they're getting along well, then you have drive connected to compromise and values and ethics. And if you have Mars square Venus, well maybe you don't, you know. So maybe you might go after something and find that your efforts are thwarted because the party on the one hand is going to be and it could be you could be you you could be the one that's sort of like whoa no i don't want to i don't want to do that with you right now like you're being too aggressive whether it's you know whatever like let's go in the kitchen and cook something and you get in there with somebody you find out like no you know i don't want to do that and you could be the mars person the more mars energy which is like let's go in the kitchen and cook something together and then you find out that you're taking more control and you don't like what the other person is contributing and um then they tell you like cook it yourself and they walk away so there's a there's a certain kind of energy between a Venus Mars square that can be about thwarted energy when Mars overpowers or otherwise tries to dominate Venus she does not like that <laughs> she does not like that she wants to be treated fairly and with uh, with love and compassion and um, and beauty. And Mars wants to be respected for his drive and his ability to get things done. I think sometimes also in my practice I hear a lot about people who find that their partner is not motivated, whether it's a man or a woman. Sometimes soften sad when it's the men, you know, because they're not connecting with their Mars energy. Or you have somebody say, you know, God, I've been with somebody and I've been trying to get them to get a job and they just don't really want to and they're just hanging and just hanging out at my house and it's not, you know, it's not really happening and I don't see them putting out any initiative. Normally that person has some kind of an afflicted Mars in their chart. It means that their ability to create drive and enthusiasm and motivation for different projects in their lives has somewhere along the way been stunted and that they feel either beaten down or that their Mars energy doesn't really work for them. They turn it in on themselves. You know, they just become passionate about nothing um, except maybe watching TV or something. And that that's, that's always kind of sad when that happens to someone because our drive, our Mars energy is so important because it gives us the excitement in our lives. It gives us a desire to create our next experience, whether that's a, uh, some creative experience or a holiday dinner or get together with friends and family or a birthday party or a trip away, a holiday or travel or taking it out even more. It could it could be as big as some kind of an art project. It could be about writing, teaching, music or anything, or it could be very local, um, you know, uh, like a local meaning a smaller thing, like just doing your garden on a summer weekend or uh, cooking uh, an amazingly hearty dinner for you and your family. Those Those energies are coming from Mars because they're about the creative impulse. And Mars is um, 
Mars is in charge of part of that. It's in, obviously in connection with your mind and with your with your sun and your moon and all of that. But without Mars, people feel like they don't really have the kind of drive to accomplish and get something done that makes them feel like they've been excited about their life. And we really are all looking for that. We really are all looking for some kind of um, some kind of excitement in our lives, some kind of enthusiasm, and I think that Mars Venus are a representation of that. The way in which we can get along with each other, and the way in which we can inspire each other. Mars has the uh, the benefit of inspiring uh, other people as well. I see that I have one caller on the line, and only a few minutes left. So let me go over and say hello. Hello, Connecticut. You're on the Inside Connection. Hi, area code 203. Hello? Area code 203, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you? I just want to turn on Hi. Do you want me to look at your chart? Yes, please. Sure. Let me... Um, let me open up the uh, the software okay. and uh, I'm I a can child do little... of Venus. Huh? I'm a child of Venus. I'm a Taurus. Oh, awesome! So, tell me mm. what your first name is. Nicole N I C O L E. Have you called me before? No. Um, what's your birthday? May twelfth, nineteen eighty. Okay. Um. Okay, Nicole, one second. May 12th, 1980. And do you know your birth time? Uh, I believe it's 9.34 p.m. That sounds good to me. And your birthplace? Bridgeport, Connecticut. Oh, I went to Sacred Heart. Okay. I didn't. <laughs> huh? I did not. <laughs> you did not. That's fine. No. I, fi- I finished some of my my um my my uh, undergraduate work there. Um. Mm. So you have Sagittarius rising, and that makes the ruler of your chart Jupiter, which is really nice. You know, you have Jupiter and Virgo in the ninth. Do you have Do you have strong spiritual path? Do you, um, are you are you a spiritual person? Yeah. Yeah. Well, with Sag rising, and then you have Jupiter as your ruler, and you have Jupiter in the ninth, and you know, just like part of that is about truth seeking, but part of you is very earthy. You know, you like you're you're good with details, and you're good with service, and you want to help people, and you you. You know, you're the kind of person that can be very technical and very organized and very meticulous and count all your pennies and balance your checkbook and all of that. But at the same time, there's something where you're really interested in looking for and finding higher truth, where it's important for you to find higher truth and explore that. Um, One of the things that just comes to mind really quickly to talk to you just a little bit briefly about is if you feel like there's anybody that might not be uh, communicating with you in an honest way right now, it's because Neptune is in opposition to your Mars. 
So if you do find out in the next few months or if you know somebody that you think is like, you know, kind of pulling the wool over your eyes, I want you to pay attention to that because it's Neptune in opposition to your Mars. It's kind of a classic, you know, like transit for finding out that somebody hasn't been completely truthful with you. Um, on a positive note, it looks like there's, you know, um, a good relationship in your life. Do you have that? Um, not a romantic one, no. No, not, no, because Jupiter just transited your Venus in the seventh house, and I was hoping you were going to say you met someone nice within the last year. Uh, I met someone nice recently, but it's fairly new, so. Okay. Well, I kind of see that. Too, so that's okay. Maybe that will turn into be something good. That's not the person who I see as being. That's not the person who I see as being the issue or the person who might be misrepresenting themselves. That person has something more to do with your home life, um, either family or somebody that you live with. Um, okay. Yeah. And other than that, there's positive energy for you financially right now. And Good. Um, yeah, positive energy for you financially. I know that in the winter and the spring, you're gonna have you're gonna have Saturn in opposition to your Sun and Mercury, and you're you're gonna have to. This is the big message. You're going to have to really discipline yourself with what it is that you want to accomplish. So if you align with the discipline that you know that you need to do, then um, getting through the winter is going to be a lot easier for you. Okay. All right. Does you it certainly welcome about... to give me a call again at another time, but the show is basically, you know, like over. Okay. So I just took you just to say hello, and maybe I'll talk to you again next time. Thank you. Very respectful. You're welcome, Thank you. Have, Have a good you. night. You too. That was nice to get a caller there at the end. I'm Dr. Craig Martin, and I'm going to leave you tonight with Here Comes the Sun. I'll be here next Thursday, and I'll talk to you soon right here on the Inside Connection. 